Good morning. Over the past year, Percival has become sort of known for its internal strife and investigations. But the last investigation of one of their senior staff just wrapped up, and as of tomorrow, welcome back Police Chief Cynthia McAllister. For Tuesday, July 31st, it's your Loud Now Morning Minute. You and thousands of other people listen to the Morning Minute every day. It's trusted, it's personal, and you take it with you wherever you go. So if you've got a business, why not advertise on the Morning Minute and reach the thousands of people listening right alongside you wherever they are. Get in touch at loudonnow.com advertise or email us at sales at loudonnow.com. That's loudonnow.com advertise or sales at loudonnow.com. Thanks for being with us. I'm Ren Screen. After a year of controversy and multiple investigations, the town of Percival has finally wrapped up the last investigation, and Police Chief Cynthia McAllister will be back on the job tomorrow. Yesterday evening, the town announced that McAllister will be reinstated Wednesday, August 1st, after being on paid administrative leave for almost an entire year. During that time, the town has paid her $102,831 of her $118,000 annual salary. According to a statement by the town, the investigation, which was headed by an outside law firm and a retired Charlottesville police chief, found there was no evidence of untruthfulness or misconduct by Chief McAllister. They also found that allegations of untruthfulness made against Percival Police Officer Chris Fraley were unfounded and cleared him of any and all wrongdoing. McAllister's reinstatement comes the same day that Acting Police Chief Lieutenant Joe Schrock's retirement takes effect. Schrock has been the town's acting police chief since McAllister was placed on administrative leave last August. These findings come three months after the conclusion of the town's four other investigations, which included auditing the first investigation into McAllister, investigating alleged misconduct of former interim town manager Alex Venegas, sexual harassment claims against town attorney Sally Hankins, and claims that human resources manager Sharon Rauch failed to follow proper procedures to protect records and files. Only the Venegas investigation resulted in action. He was fired. Everyone else has been cleared. Those investigations began in November after the results of the original two-month-long investigation into McAllister were called into question. The investigation found McAllister had violated several policies and she was fired, but she was then reinstated and put on leave after allegations of an inappropriate relationship between Venegas and the human resources consultant he hired for $13,000 to lead the investigation, Georgia Knuckles. Venegas was the person the council picked to lead the town as interim town manager after the town council parted ways with longtime town manager Rob Lohr. According to a statement from the town, Mayor Quasi Frazier and the town council have asked the people who led this last investigation to give the town recommendations on how to improve town policies, procedures, and internal controls. Those will go into an operational audit set to begin this week. As of July 27th, the town has spent $791,391 on investigations, salaries of those suspended personnel, and their replacements. Go to loudonnow.com slash morning minute to check out the whole story. In other news, for years, people in Percival have known about and been complaining about the poor cell coverage in town. But now the town is looking at a solution, and the solution is to go big. 
People in Percival, especially on the south end of town, have been talking about problems with their cell coverage since at least 2015, although personally I can't imagine it was better before then. Some people have put in hot spots to make calls at home, but others, like Vice Mayor Ryan Cool, just have to drive to the other side of town. He said he can't take a call at his house, so if he has an important call for work, he drives over to Loudoun Valley High School and takes it from the parking lot. And he said he's got numerous emails from his neighbors asking what the town council is going to do about the problem. Again, these kinds of problems have existed for years. Town Information Technology Director Shannon Bohens said the south end of town is in a low spot. And now, she said, people there are speaking up about it more because of additional disruptions from work on the water tower. Cell antennae on top of the water tower have been temporarily relocated while the water tower is renovated. Aside from this being inconvenient, town leaders are saying the cell problems are a safety concern. Town staff have reported that first responders are sometimes misdirected when responding to emergencies because 911 calls are routed through cell towers over in Hamilton. County Fire Department Public Information Officer Laura Reinhardt said the county hasn't had anything significant in terms of dropped or misdirected 911 calls, but said first responders do sometimes have gaps in their radio coverage. And Joe Schrock, the Percival Police Lieutenant who just retired as acting police chief, said they sometimes get coverage loss with the mobile data terminals in their cruisers in the southern part of town. The county is doing a study of cell coverage gaps, and the county IT department is doing an analysis of what they found over the next three to six months before bringing it to the Board of Supervisors. And of course, there's only going to be more cell traffic. A town consultant said data traffic is supposed to increase from 5.1 gigabytes per phone per month in 2016 to 25 gigabytes by 2022. So... To start fixing these problems, the town has started a project to build a $280,000, 175-foot-tall cell tower at the Basham Sins Wastewater Facility directly behind Hearst Farm. It started last month with an amendment to town zoning to increase the maximum allowable height of cell towers from 125 to 175 feet on publicly owned property. When they build the tower, Bohens said it will be built to handle six antennae, although probably only three or four cell carriers will actually install them. Should I be saying antennas? Is it bothering anyone? It's bothering me. Anyway, Bo Hintz said leasing spots to four carriers could bring the town 6000 bucks a month. And because the tower would be on the wastewater facility property, that revenue would go toward reducing the town's nearly $31 million in wastewater utility debt. And when the water tower renovation is done, the cell antennae there will also be higher. For now, if people in Percival want to move the ball along, the Planning Commission has a public hearing coming up probably in August, and Town Councilman Tip Stinnett is urging residents to contact their cell carriers directly to push for improvements. It's about to be campaign season. An English teacher living near Middleburg wants to unseat one of the GOP's top leaders in the 2019 state Senate race. Ronnie Ross will seek the Democratic nomination to challenge two-term incumbent Jill Vogel in the 27th Senate District, which includes southwestern Loudoun. He is an English teacher, the English department chair, freshman dean, and a coach at the Highland School in Fauquier County, and said he's running because he thinks the General Assembly has too many lawyers and rich people. Ross grew up in Appalachia, the son of two public school teachers, and said he and his wife struggle with student loans and car payments. He said he'll advocate spending more on education, the environment, the economy, and health care. His presumptive opponent, the incumbent, was the Republican nominee for lieutenant governor last fall, losing to Democrat Justin Fairfax. Meanwhile, at the county level, retired Air Force Colonel, nonprofit executive, and former Loudoun County Democratic Committee Chairman Mike Turner announced yesterday he will make a second run for the Ashburn District seat on the Board of Supervisors. 
Two-term incumbent Republican Ralph Bona has said he won't seek re-election in 2019. Turner just wrapped up two years, serving as county chairwoman Phyllis Randall's appointee to the 26-member steering committee that guided the first draft of the county's new comprehensive plan. And under the latest schedule for that plan, when the new board of supervisors takes the dais, that plan will have been just adopted. Turner said having been involved in writing it would help him guide the implementation of that plan on the next board. He also focused heavily on transportation issues, particularly multimodal transportation like pedestrian and bike trails and buses. For example, he said connector buses to Loudoun's future metro stops every 15 minutes could help. Turner is a former helicopter pilot, fighter pilot, and strategic planner with the Air Force and Pentagon. Today, he is vice president of the Military Officers Association of America, a nonpartisan advocacy group. And the Loudoun County Sheriff's Office is investigating a crash on Route 7 that killed a man from Sterling and sent three others to the hospital. The crash was reported just before 11.15 p.m. Sunday on Route 7 near City Center Boulevard. According to the Sheriff's Office's preliminary investigation, 23-year-old Jose A. Rosas Mendez was driving a Toyota that crossed the median and hit an oncoming Pontiac. Rosas Mendez died at the scene. The driver of the Pontiac and two passengers in Rosas Mendez's car were taken to the hospital for treatment of injuries described as non-life-threatening. This was the ninth highway fatality on Loudoun Roads in 2018. At the same time, last year there had been 15 deaths from crashes. Get the full story on this and all these stories over at loudonnow.com. On today's Get Out Loudon calendar, tonight is open mic night at Bike Trail Brewing in Leesburg from 5 to 9 p.m. Bring in your favorite instrument or just yourself and sing for a prize, or of course, just come by and watch. Again, it starts at 5 p.m. at Bike Trail. Get the details on this event and check out the rest of the event's calendar at getoutloudon.com. And if you like the Morning Minute, set your phone to download Morning Minute episodes of your Wi-Fi when they come out so you can still listen to it while you're driving around Percival and tell your friends and subscribe. Wherever you get your podcasts, it'll be waiting for you there every morning. Okay, have a great day.